hello guys! Welcome to episode 6 of Join Tonic. Uh, we have a special guest today. Aren't you excited? I am. What else? We are going to be talking about friendship today. So it makes perfect sense that I would have one of my friends on here. Alright, so the special guest, that was very high pitched. <laughs> is my friend Sarah Palmer. We have known each other for, I don't know, 20 something years, a little more. And I'm visiting her in St. Louis this weekend for her birthday. And so I thought it'd be a perfect time to have someone on the podcast. So uh, Sarah, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi everyone, this is Sarah. Um, I'm excited to be on the podcast. Yeah, like Maria said, we have known each other since first grade, but we've been friends since about fifth grade. I'm excited to talk about friendship. Yay! Okay, so our friendship story. So let's see. Uh, the way that we like to tell it is that um, I first hated Sarah for a little bit. Um, I can be a possessive friend at times, and she was friends with uh, my best friend in fourth grade, Katie Tetrick. Actually, I don't even know if they were actually friends, or if she just, like, if her mom just, like, took her, like, to and from school, because they lived, like, on the same street. I don't really remember. But anyway, and then, um, fifth grade happened, and I didn't have any other friends in fifth grade, but I knew Sarah, so I was like... Okay, I guess I guess we'll be friends. That's the story. Unless there's more to that, I don't know. There really is. Well, I think our our f- mutual friend. I don't know. I think she was your friend first. Yeah, we weren't really friends. We were just carpooled, and Maria hated me because of it. I mean, I don't know that I necessarily did. I do anything? Like, did I? Like, was I mean to you? Uh, I don't think you were necessarily mean. I just remember having a rift <laughs> in our friendship. But that was quickly dissolved, yes. you know, yeah. as soon as fifth grade hit. So, yeah, I just don't think I, I liked her. I don't know. For no reason. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about friendship. It's one of the main things in life that brings me joy. Um, this is actually going to be another two-parter. Yeah, I uh, prepared some questions. Um, that me and Sarah are both going to answer and just kind of reflect on friendship in general and also um, our friendship. So, oh, and if you listen to part two of the dating episode, the um, person that I talked about who got married after joining OkCupid a week after me is Sarah. And I'm staying in her house with her husband. So, it's okay. We're, we're all good. But that's her. Okay. So, Sarah, this is a great question to start with. Uh, It asks, why did you want to be my friend? Which is a great question because I was apparently crazy. (laughs) So, I want to preface my answers for this whole podcast with I have a terrible memory, so I can't really think back to when we were in elementary school. I guess, whatever, right after that. Intermediate. Intermediate school. Um... But as I was thinking about why I wanted to be your friend, I think 
the number one thing that came to mind was our similar humor. And I can't remember if like way back then that it was the same, but I imagine that it was. Um, so similar humor, I feel like we just had, we had a good connection. Oh, and you're kind of the opposite of me in terms of being outgoing, maybe in a smaller group, but you were just fun and wanted to do things. And that was the opposite of me. So I wanted to be your friend because I thought you were cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I already touched on a little bit of why I wanted to be Sarah's friend, but uh, mostly because uh, I didn't have anyone else to be my friend. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it worked out. Yes. It worked yeah. out. Uh, but yeah, kind of process of elimination. <laughs> um, yeah, because like in, I mean, I was relatively quiet um, growing up, but Sarah was like very, very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. And. I typically befriend people who talk to me, um, and I think this is probably one of the only instances in my friendship journey that I really befriended someone that uh, didn't talk to me. Because <laughs> um, it's just, like, as a, I, don't, I hesitate to call myself an introvert, but as um, someone who can be introverted, it's a lot easier for me to talk to people and get to know them if they reach out and ask me questions. And Sarah definitely did not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I did. So do you, do you feel that way? Do you, do you befriend people that um, tend to reach out and talk to you more? Or is it kind of just like a depends on the situation type thing? I feel like when I was younger, definitely the people that reached out to me, I was very shy growing up. But as I got older, kind of either way, really. All right. <clears throat> so uh, question two, is Sarah is going to ask this, actually. All right. So how have we remained friends? All right. So, uh, so we, you know, have been friends from fifth grade and all the way through high school till now. And we're, well, I'm still 27. She just turned 28. Grandma over here. Um but yeah I think probably that's a good question I mean it it was really easy for us to remain friends obviously when we were in school together um even though we didn't have a lot of the same classes we um still you know talked every day wanted to write notes to each other um she actually witnessed my first kiss so we were always you know in our in each other in each other's lives despite not really having any classes together since like fifth grade um, in high school, we had to like plan which classes we wanted to have together. And then in college, I think it got a little more tricky because we were in um, different states. And, you know, that was the first time that we were both on our own. And so we we're just kind of trying to manage all of those things. But we definitely, you know, talked as much as we could. Uh, we, you know, visited. Um, like, Sarah came to visit like once a year, and I came to visit most years. Um, and yeah, like seeing each other on holidays and stuff, it was nice that we always had, you know, some central location, not central, but like a place to come back to where we could always, you know, reconnect. And then, you know, after undergrad, it just kind of, we basically just did the same thing, visits, and it really helped that I didn't go anywhere, so she would always be coming home for Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff like that, so just kind of stuck with each other. Your turn. Yeah, definitely similar thoughts. Obviously, when we were all the way through high school, it wasn't really that much thought we and like effort we had to put into re- maintaining our friendship because we were always around each other. Um, in undergrad, it it was 
a little bit of a transition, I think, trying to figure out, I'd say we still talked on the phone quite a bit, Mm -hmm. um, and obviously texting has definitely helped remain friends, and now video sending to each other, Snapchat, all those fun things, Um, but just trying to make sure we're up to date on each other's lives, and of course there are periods where we may not talk as frequently, and then there's some periods where we talk constantly, so um, just making sure we're both doing those things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, I think it's understandable to have like an ebb and flow and a friendship, but I think um, as long as it's, you know, I, I don't think we've ever gone longer than a week without talking to each other. Right. So it's, it's kind of like very much a part of our lives. And so it would be very like strange and abnormal to like not, it would be like forgetting to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. All right. How has our friendship influenced slash affected our lives as adults? So I think this is may, may not be the question that you're asking, but we've talked about our lives, what it would look like as adults since we were kids. So it's definitely interesting to be with each other along all those steps. Um, and I think influencing our friendship as adults like okay this answer makes no sense (laughs) but I don't know I feel like we just have all these shared memories that we can always go back to and talk about and that's helped to also maintain our friendship um I mean obviously I guess adult things like getting married you're a maid of honor so I gave Sarah these questions ahead of time to kind of um, give her time to prepare if she wanted to and I just wrote these questions and didn't think about them at all um, but I also think about friendship you know on a regular basis so I also didn't feel like I needed to anyway um, so how has friendship influence has affected our lives um, through high school and grade school like Sarah's the only friend that I kept from home like I basically disregarded everyone else <laughs> for one reason or another um, And so I think, like, having her as, like, a constant in my life um, was really helpful in my, um, like, growth and trying to figure out, like, who I wanted to be as a person Um, and just kind of having her to always, you know, bounce ideas off of um, and just, like, you know, does this kind of align with, like, you know, me as a person because I think... Um, she's seen me through a lot of different stages in my life and just kind of always being, um, can't think of the word, like a, like a soundboard, um, to kind of be like, yeah, like I can see you doing that. That makes sense. Or also just like, even if something is like a little bit like hard or scary, um, she knows what I'm capable of, I think more than I do. And so just having that, um, was able to just like give me the push I need if I was doing something that just like was very out of my comfort zone or whatever so I think just like comfort like familiarity like really helped me to um blossom like as a person all right so the next question is what have you learned from me okay um so Sarah is very um kind and I would say patient, um, 
also like nice which is similar to kind um i don't always have those qualities uh kind sometimes but like nice and patient no um and so i think just kind of like if i'm being like an asshole <laughs> you know just kind of keeping me in check and just not being an asshole <laughs> um but also uh, I think just, like, how to have, like, a good head on your shoulders. I don't know. I feel like kindness is, like, probably, like, the number one. But also, I think I've just learned from her about myself as well. Um, looking back on our lives and, you know, growing up together and things like that, like, I'm able to also kind of um, reflect back on things through her life, but also, like, about mine, too. And so even if it wasn't necessarily like a shared experience, but just like kind of gives me like more things to think about. Oh. So I wrote down three things that came to mind about what I've learned from Maria and the two kind of go, two of them go hand in hand, but I wrote down persistence, going after what you want and courage. Um, I kind of like your answer. I feel like these are things that I don't necessarily have or act on all the time. Um, I think Maria, when she sets her mind to something, she'll generally get it. And even if it takes a while or she has to work at it really hard. Um, and then courage is kind of in all domains, um, personal, professional. I feel like you really put yourself out there and that's not something that I've done. So I've learned that from you. Thanks. I think you're definitely like becoming more courageous and putting yourself out there. Yeah. Like it's been really interesting especially when you came to St. Louis like mm-hmm. how much you've like blossomed and all of the friends you have it's just really nice to um see that okay what is your favorite thing about being my friend I liked this question <laughs> I also wrote down a few things for this one um I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier but your passion for having fun you know things that you want to do and you're very passionate about them. Um, I guess music is a huge one. Um, your sense of humor. Uh, I feel like many people wouldn't understand our humor, but I think we're both hilarious and hilarious together. Um, yes. Could, yes. Anyway. And then the last one um, is your honesty. Um, some people would call it bluntness, <laughs> <laughs> but in a lot of ways, it's it's really helpful and. I guess also along with that, like your directness, like mm-hmm. you don't beat around the bush whatsoever. Oh. So, and I need that in my life. <laughs> so, those are my top things. Works out. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I would definitely say, um, humor for sure. Um, we are so funny together. <laughs> At least we think we're funny. Um, but I think like just growing up together, our, our minds and behaviors were, um, shaped the same way and so we find a lot of the same things funny and can laugh about like literally nothing for like a good five minutes mm-hmm. and we had so many so many inside jokes growing up um that n- none of which I remember right now <laughs> um but I think it's and I don't know I th- we haven't really been around a lot of people since so they could see if we were actually funny or not so we really don't know mm-hmm. but um we make each other laugh and I think I think that's important. But another favorite thing 
is probably something that I said in my main of honor speech, um, is, this is my favorite part from the speech, by the way, so I said, um, somewhere in there that, um, we created a safe space for each other, and both being, you know, pretty shy, and just, like, awkward, uncomfortable kids, um, we were always very comfortable around each other, and have had no problem being ourselves, and so I think that was, like, essential when we, um, you know, graduated, and, um, moved on and had to be, you know, by ourselves, it gave us kind of a good, um, measure of what it means to be a good friend, and, um, just, you know, that it's, that it's okay to be ourselves, and that that's when we're at our best. All right, next question. What are you most looking forward to in our friendship? Okay, um, I'm most looking forward to just, like, continuing to grow up. It's been so fun and weird. Like, we were just talking earlier this weekend that, like, we were 18, 10 years ago. (laughs) Well, I guess I have a little more to go, but anyway. (laughs) Um, and that's just, like, blows my mind. Like, we've seen each other through, I mean, like, we were together on the day of the September 11th. Like, you know, we've seen, you know, big tragedies, and we've also seen, you know, joys like you know Sarah's wedding but you know we'll also see maybe my wedding (laughs) but like you know babies and um you know just just growing old together it's gonna be it's gonna be so fun it's been so fun and just to be able to look back and keep keep adding on those years and say oh we've known each other for 20 years we've known each other for 30 40 like that's so cool yeah, that is basically literally what I wrote down. <laughs> I said being able to share memories from childhood until when we're old. Um, I feel like every time we get together now, we're already reflecting on all of our childhood, teenage years. And so to think about we're going to have all of these memories and we can go all the way back to when we were kids is going to be really exciting. And for our families and possibly mm-hmm. kids to share that too. It'll be really fun to reflect on. Yes. I can't wait. Or I can, because I don't want to be 30. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> okay, what was the hardest thing about being long-distance friends? Or I guess we... What is the hardest thing? <laughs> yes, still currently long-distance friends. Um, I, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier with how we remain friends. Um, but it's, it's hard to always stay up to date. Um, I feel especially from my side, since I have a bad memory and like, if I don't like keep remembering things, I keep having to ask and it's not being there in person is hard. Um, and something that I, I just thought of now, I didn't write down, but it was also hard learning about new friends mm-hmm. that you were getting. Like I was extremely happy for you in all stages, like college now, whatever, <laughs> but it's hard like I didn't feel replaced but it it's hard to Mm -hmm. not know the new friend when we were in high school like we always knew who like Mm -hmm. like we were also friends with them um yeah so I think that's those are the two things yeah I think definitely in like undergrad um like I said before I'm I can be possessive at times (laughs) so it, it definitely was a little bit of adjustment to um get to know you know your friends but just like with I mean, I knew a lot of the undergrad ones, but, um, with the wedding, it was so fun to get to know all of your friends and, um, just see like 
how good of people they were. Like, that's truly a testament to, like, you as a person and not necessarily them, but, like, you know how to pick, like, good people to have in your life. And so, you know, I don't even really need to worry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think the hardest thing is just, like, I probably, like, not being able to make, like, as many, like, new memories, like, are, they're, you know, far and few between because, you know, we, we see each other, we, we're lucky to see each other as often as we do, but, you know, it's still not as often as we used to, like, like, when we were in high school, we used to talk to each other every single day after school for hours, literally, like, one to three hours, um, and so we could, you know, catch up on our days and always have that, like, constant communication, um, and then we also would just talk, you know, about other things like the future and stuff that wasn't like what was, you know, going on. And I think like now we, thanks to Marco Polo, we talk, you know, a ton. Um, Marco Polo is an app. And um, if you would like to sponsor me, I would be down. It's basically like FaceTime voicemails, essentially. If you're like me, you can get carried away. But um, thankfully, Sarah is still my friend. So think we're okay but yeah so we talk to each other um pretty often via that and 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 also just with um growing older which is a little different from this question you know having another person around like you know we have to hang out with I don't have to (laughs) we hang out with you know her husband a lot and that's not like a bad thing like I definitely enjoy getting to know him but it's it's different than you know how it used to be when we were little weirdos running around so um you know it's it's just change and I think we've definitely adapted to the change well um I'm sure it's it took learning and um you know time but I think we're um we're doing okay (laughs) okay why is friendship important to you Um, well, this is, like, a pretty self-explanatory question, but I just wanted to include it. I mean, I, growing up, I didn't have, like, I had siblings, but, um, they weren't around. I didn't, like, grow up with them in the same household, and so I think, basically, you know, from birth, I really valued friendship. I enjoyed company, and, um, just always wanted to be around people that made me happy, and so it's always been, you know, a very, very important part of my life. Um, you know, I I valued, I really did value friendship more than my family for a long time, if not still do. Um, and it's it's your it's your chosen family, as they say. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I don't know. It's 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 just kind of been a very very important staple in my life that I um, didn't didn't want to get rid of and I will touch on this in my solo episode but you know I had a period of time where I didn't have any friends and that I mean okay I had friends but they weren't local um and so that was probably like one of the toughest few years of my life because I didn't have that like that thing that I needed to live yeah I, I think my answer echoes a lot of what you said um just it's great to have someone to share the good times with but also someone to lean on with the bad times yeah I mean you said this before but even just having someone as a sounding board I feel like over the years I could get to certain answers by myself but it's nice to just talk through things with people Mm -hmm. um and I feel like 
I have great friends who are always looking out for me. So when I can't see something clearly, they point me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Or try to. <laughs> Don't always follow that direction. No. But... <laughs> we're, we're, we're okay now. Um, we have another story we'd like to know. <laughs> Dating part five. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I probably will not do five parts of dating. Um, um, what is the biggest lesson you've learned about being a friend? I feel like I already a little bit talked about this, but I think as we've been getting older, it takes more effort to maintain friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's easy to not put in that effort when you know someone's going to be there, but it's not really like a strong friendship if you're not making Mm -hmm. that effort. Um, and that's something I'm definitely tried going to try to focus on this year is being intentional about maintaining friendships. Um, which actually I think that's another question, but, um, yeah, so definitely a two way street. It can't just be one person reaching out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, I know it's like the biggest lesson, but another big lesson that I've learned is bringing up my feelings to friends. Cause mm-hmm. I'm a very, I don't know if closed off is the right word, but it's hard for me to share my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just makes your friendship stronger when you're honest about what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So that's another big lesson. Do you mean that in terms of like what you're feeling within the friendship or just what you're feeling in general? In general. Um, yeah. Well, both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't, I do not have a problem at all. <laughs> I air all of my laundry. Oh, this is another reason of why friendship is important to me. Like, I, I need to talk to people, to vent, to do, just, just live. Like, <laughs> so anytime that I'm going through anything, like, my friends are sometimes, I guess, reluctantly all ears, but, um, you know, I, I pick the ones that will listen. So, um, so yeah so okay the biggest lesson that i've learned about being a friend i didn't think about this one at all um i think probably just like how to be a good friend um being loyal and listening um and also just like again having a good track record of friends um knowing when someone's like not a good friend and um knowing like when and how to you know cut that off like I've tried to make some new friends um maybe like with old friends or whatever and you know I'll reach out to them a few times and if you know they reschedule or you know say they can't or whatever like you can only reach out so many times before you just have to like give up and say like okay well like if you don't hang out with me like well one don't say you do (laughs) but two um you know just kind of like let it go some people don't have um, the courage to say, you know, not necessarily what they feel, because I feel like that's exactly what you just said, but, (laughs) but sometimes, I don't know, they don't want to hurt feelings or whatever, and I feel like it's just much easier just to be like, I don't know, I can't, like, bye, or, like, maybe just, like, don't say you want to hang out in the first place, I don't know, so, uh, yeah, I think my biggest lesson I've learned about being a friend is how to be a friend, (laughs) um, I, I like to think I'm a pretty good one, and I think, a lot of my friends uh, feel that way, but it's um, a quality that I value in myself. And so, yeah, I think I've just learned by having other people around me how to be a good one. How has friendship brought joy into your life? Um, well, I've definitely talked about this a lot. I, I just need it. Um, 
I think the absence of it would just be very not joyful at all. Um, it's just become a super essential in my life. And um, I know that there's a lot of people, maybe not in our generation, but that just don't value friendship and maybe value being alone or something. Um, and I really value um, talking to other people and just, it's a good way to, I guess, just hear from um, get other viewpoints about different things, um, and it's, I feel like it's just a way to, you know, enrich your life, and if you, you know, surround yourself with people of different backgrounds, different races, different sexualities, like, you know, you'll be a much more rounded person, um, because, um, you, you have all these other different thoughts and opinions, and can kind of, you know, enrich your life even more. I think, my answer is a two-parter. So some of the things Maria said, of course, you know, just sharing with each other and that friendship just brings a lot of joy. Um, but I feel like I also find a lot of joy in my friendships from their experiences, so their joy. So oh, like when when a friend gets a new job or has a baby or, you know, whatever is important to them, seeing them be joyful about things that are going on in their life brings me joy too that's so nice i didn't think about that at all <laughs> all right um what are you doing to maintain your friendships uh, i feel like we already touched on this a little bit but um and it's definitely something i am figuring out and working on um with a lot of my friendships uh i'd say number one is just texting um keeping up to date as much as possible. Maria mentioned the Marco Polos. That's been a huge thing for us. It's been a little bit difficult with other friends, but that has worked for us for sure. Sometimes a little bit more on Maria's end when she sends me a 30 minute video, but I eventually do watch it so I can at least hear what was going on, uh, which I feel like you don't always get through text, but well, you definitely don't get through text and it's nice to see her face. Um, so that's good. Um, otherwise it's just kind of scheduling time for like a video conference or video conference, <laughs> video chat or something like that. Um, I think those are the top things. Yeah. So basically what Sarah said, um, and also just like a, a point like with your local friends, like a regular hangouts as much as possible. So whether that's like weekly, bi-weekly, um, just like constantly making an effort to see each other and spend time with them because, you know, if you don't they might not make the effort and therefore the friendship dies so <clears throat> it just just making it a priority in your life and if if you want it to be a priority like some there's some people who maybe you just want to let go or you know not spend as much time with but the people that you do value in your life just making that a priority what qualities do you value most in a friend and why um i definitely value humor um, I also value being a good listener, um, because I like to talk a lot. <laughs> um, I value someone who's loyal, supportive, and encouraging, and also someone who can tell me the truth and, um, say it like it is. I, I ask opinions a lot. That's probably, like, one of the main parts of my friendship, and, um, yeah, if you're not going to tell me the truth, 
like sometimes sometimes Sarah doesn't like to tell the truth but so sometimes I have to push her a little bit <laughs> to really or like I'll just double check and be like are you sure you feel this way <laughs> like like even if something stupid as like shoes she'll be like yeah those are great I'm like are you sure <laughs> but see I know that about her and so you know I can I can double check and she knows that I want the truth mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah I think oh and why do I value those things um because that's what makes a good friend I think some of my questions are very simple but that's fine <laughs> um I think another uh thing that I value which is kind of stupid but like um getting hungry at the same time I think is really important because <laughs> honestly it can cause some like some rifts if like you guys are not hungry at the same time and like if one person is hangry and the other person is you know just not hungry at all then that's a problem it's been a problem i've i've been speaking from experience (laughs) anyway to you um so i wrote a little list but maria i think listed all of them (laughs) um so listening definitely important and making sure that I guess from your perspective like you actually feel heard mm-hmm, um because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people like a lot of acquaintances can listen but a mm-hmm. friend really makes you feel like you've said something mm-hmm. <laughs> um so honesty and humor are definitely big ones and then trustworthiness you said loyalty so mm-hmm. I think that's similar um just knowing that whether it's like a secret or what you know not mm-hmm. a secret but just something very personal that you can trust them with that mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah and I think also this is a little newer but as I've um you know and becoming an adult I am one but you know continuing on that journey um I think um being able to have like intellectual conversations is um really interesting and I it's something that I've come to value a lot um with uh with you know newer friends and just like friendships you know maturing um like there was one time I was hanging my gallery wall and me and Sarah talked to Marco Polo for I don't know like 15 minutes about um you know race issues and things like that and it was because you know we were friends since we were kids like we did not talk about that stuff and so it was actually really interesting to hear um that we shared a lot of the same um viewpoints and um it was it was really it was really nice and interesting and I I liked it. The end. If you could be friends with anyone, who would it be? So I don't know if this is going to be part of the recording or not, but I didn't know what you meant by this question, like a celebrity. I don't know. Or like, <laughs> I just left it open-ended. Um, so the one celebrity that I thought I'd have fun being friends with was Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Um, she just seems like a fun person. Makes me laugh. Um, and a genuine friend. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's a character that she plays on Parks and Recreation, but... I mean, she wrote the show, so. Yeah. So, yeah, that's who it would be. That's that's a good choice. Um, To be honest, I'd probably say Tina Fey, so. There you go. There we go. (laughs) I didn't think about it, but, I mean, they are, like, the friends, so. Okay, last question to you. Okay, what is your favorite memory that you've had with me? (laughs) There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, well, I that's a good question because I haven't thought about it. Um, I, I want to say like your wedding, but that like it's kind of a cop out. I mean, it was really fun, and I loved giving your maid of honor speech, even though I was like really scared to talk in front of a lot of people. 
Um, but besides your wedding, I mean, your bachelorette party was really fun. Like, I, everything, like, revolving the wedding, I loved. I love to, like, shower people with love and just, like, make them feel special and wonderful because, like, that's my favorite thing about being a friend is just, like, telling them how awesome of a friend they are. <laughs> um, like, it, when it comes time to, like, for, like, Christmas and birthdays and whatever, um, except for this year, I usually am, like, a pretty good, like, gift giver just because, like, I just love thinking about, you know, things that they would want and how to make them happy and I don't know. I just love that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think, I think probably your wedding. Cause I had so much fun playing the bachelor party and just like thinking back to like, you know, all the memories that we had as kids and kind of incorporating that, you know, into adulthood. Like Sarah loved Lisa Frank as a child. So <laughs> I just thought it was so fun to do like a nineties, like Lisa Frank themed party. Um, and thankfully all of her bridesmaids were on board. I didn't really give them room to change it, but <laughs> I asked them. I said, what do you guys think of this? And they all said yes. And I said, great. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel like I want to say your wedding. Um, aside from that, probably like all of our driveway talks. Um, I mean, we went to Chipotle a lot. <laughs> yeah, like any of our like random inside jokes. The time that we like had energy drinks was like really funny. So, I mean, we've done a lot of, like, stupid shit as kids. Like, we made, like, a slip and slide, like, out of, like, tarp, and we wore garbage bags. Um, we, like, dressed up my dog in, um, my mom's, like, bras. So, like, and put her in a stroller. So, I don't know. We just, we got creative. There wasn't a whole lot to do in good old Avon Lake, so, um, so we got creative. Yeah. All right. Your turn. So, when I was first thinking about this question, I think my wedding was a big thing that came up just because it's recent and a big thing mm -hmm. and it was really fun like the whole process I feel like you're my wedding planner and my maid of <laughs> honor um but what I wrote down and you a little bit touched on this just now but I think it's not necessarily one specific big memory but it's all the little things so I wrote down coffee walmart summers driveway talks <laughs> and really when we were in high school or younger we'd kind of just had fun doing nothing mm -hmm. um so we'd go into walmart and just walk around i mean like maria said there wasn't a ton to do especially mm -hmm. when we were younger yeah we did uh, that over christmas too we went into target it was so fun yeah, yeah and just i mean the summers were just really fun doing whatever we wanted driveway talks i don't know how we did that nearly every day it felt like um we would just like recap school mm -hmm. talk about anything for hours so i think those are definitely my favorite memories that's great. All right. Any any final words? <laughs> Thanks for being my friend. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for being mine. I think I'm definitely uh, way more of a handful than, than Sarah is. So she's a very easy person to be friends with. I I don't think I'm a very easy person to be friends with. I'm very high maintenance. Um, just with friendships, not with dating. Um, slightly lying. Anyway. Um... So Sarah's laughing in the back. You cannot hear her right now, but she she is. She thinks I'm funny. So, <clears throat> okay. Well, that's it for this edition of Joy and Tonic. And uh, while I was here, I thought of an awesome tagline that um, I haven't been using. So that's stupid. But I'm not gonna start now. But I will tell you what it was should have been. So yeah, that's all. Thanks for listening to this longer edition. Okay, I've talked for long enough now.
Okay, thanks. Thanks for listening and maybe being my friend. Okay, cheers. Get it? Okay, bye.